All right, with the filmmaking team of Spoons, uh, Daniel Young is the director and Edward Dorsey is the writer. I think that we did perform a screenplay of yours about a year ago, right, Ed? I believe so. Yeah, TV pilot? I think so, yeah. Uh, Hugs Not Drugs, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> you think so, yeah, Hugs Not Drugs, yeah. About the screw-up father that ends up with a briefcase full of cocaine, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like that. Yeah, that sounds 100% correct. All right, so looking forward. So you're a double winner at our festival. Uh, so let's talk about Spoons. Ob- the obvious question. What's the obvious question? What do you think everybody asks you? Why not forks? No, the question is, is where'd you get all the spoons? Oh, you know, it's, yeah. It's funny. Um, I remember like distinctly very early on having a conversation uh, with my producer and saying, that the Mac, whatever he thought we needed in spoons, I was like, I want you to get like 10 times that amount. Um, we were fortunate enough to just go on to, you know, I guess Amazon. I, I forget the exact number, but it was definitely close to a thousand spoons, I would say, throughout the entire film. Um, and we just kind of used them, you know, without without spare, I guess. Move, move things around, I guess, right? You, I guess I'm, I'm assuming you moved it from, from Jordan. I mean, to... No, I mean, we had enough to fill essentially the entire kitchen and then kind of let it sit and then go where else do we want to add spoons because we have spoons coming down from a couple cabinets. Then we kind of have them on the floor. We we went as crazy as we could. We really just took advantage of an apartment and kind of destroyed it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I figured that there was some sort of restaurant wholesaler that sells lots (laughs) of utensils that you can get it from. But I guess Amazon was the way to go. Amazon was the cheapest way. They're not metal. They're all plastic. All of the sound and all of that, like thought that it would be metal is all done to, uh, by our sound person, Gary, who is unbelievable. That's he amazing. And on set. Yeah. He, they are incredible. They are really one of the best sound people there are. Um, they're a mainstay. And so we thank them for the metal sound and everybody thinking that they're, uh, they're all metal. So okay, so the, uh, Edward, you uh, you direct you wrote this this screenplay. So it's kind of an interesting kind of it's a you know it's a gimmick uh, yeah. half minute film, meaning that it's the the one underlying joke. But the art of the writing, art of your script, is two twofold. It's 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 like keeping it going, keeping the kind of rhythm and the comedy going, which you do, and also how does the the film end, right? So so tell yeah. us when did you when did you come up with this idea. I came up with it, I think, January of 2021, I believe. And I think I wrote it all in like 20 minutes. I just had this stupid idea about what if someone had a lot of in their apartment. Yeah. Uh, And that was quite literally, I think the script is like a page and a half of just the steady escalation of this person's descent into madness uh, over spoons. Yeah, I love it. It's like it, spoons is the, it is the right utensil, right? Like it's the perfect utensil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the most harmless utensil, other than maybe a least, I would say, if I were to, I don't know, rate the utensils. <laughs> uh, Definitely one of the le- least harmful, you know, for sure. So okay, so you, you came up with this idea, and then what's the next step? Like, when does Dan come in? When do you? Like, when does the, the come making into the film come to fruition? Well, we met at a Matchbox 20 concert, and we got to talking about the band, and I was kind of mentioning to him that I was writing a bit. 
And he said, uh, he said, I direct and, or I want to get into directing. And that's quite literally how we uh, met and got started. Wait a minute. You guys uh, met, you guys literally met at a concert. Yeah. Were you guys like yeah, in the wash pit? Were you guys sitting next to no, each other? No, it was it's like one of those things I think where it's like, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, I kind of just was like joking around or whatever. And someone laughed at one of my, like a joke I had made. I kind of just looked mm-hmm. over and, and said to him, I was like, like, what's up? And then we just kind of started having conversation. And I casually just mentioned that I, I like to direct and, you know, it's like funny to think about. I think Ed was just instantly like, "Wow, you direct, I write," and they kind of we kind of just hit it off. And you could, but you yeah. realize you had one. I guess you had one thing in common. You're both Max, Max Bucks uh, twenty fans. I guess. Yes. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. But so is everyone. I feel like everyone's kind of heard every single song by them uh, at some point. They're just so they're just played so often. Uh, I don't know. Well, they've been around for for since my era, I guess, right? So I'm That's very true. Yeah, huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. Do you Gen Zs like you guys like Max Max Plus Twenty Two Two? Oh, guess. I'm millennial, and <laughs> he's oh, more. Yeah, I'm like, Gen, Z. Gen, Z. Gen Z. So he's old, and I'm kind of the newer breath of fresh air. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that you know I I like to think yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of the the calm, and he's kind of the crazy, you know. That's okay. sort of what we bring together. Yeah. Okay, so you so you guys met at the concert. You guys both from the same area, the same same town, or? Uh, I I was in New Jersey visiting. I was in New Jersey visiting. Still live in New Jersey, and he's still there. He's still there. So it was like a very chance. I mean, Mm. like super rare scenario. I don't talk about it that much, so it's kind of like crazy to think about because you know that's like the only time we've ever been like really in person as well like we kind of just yeah. kept we've been over the phone and over zoom ever since so yeah. it's been a really interesting relationship to develop i love that it's well that's the new world that we live in now right so yeah like, yeah because you because back in my day when i was your guy's age like i would be drunk and stupor and connect with somebody at a concert i wouldn't have means except for like maybe a pen yeah hey do you got a pen or whatever it's so, like sure. and that <laughs> phone number is gonna get lost right like an hour later yeah, so so. You're not going to like mail just... them a letter or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we so have true. the technology. So it's like, it's kind of easy to just keep in contact with someone across the country. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, you guys are from a, a cool area. I'm just saying, it's just so interesting. I love that story. Okay. So you got, you wrote the script. So you just sent it to, to Dan say, what do you think of the script? Yeah. I sent him a bunch. Yeah. He sent me uh, a lot. Just happened okay. to me. I sent him a lot. Uh, he was like, some of the stuff is crazy. Spoons is not the first thing that we did together. We did do a short uh, previously, um, and I I did really think that the writing was a standout. It was like one of those things where afterwards the jokes were still funny, you know, even when you read it and then when you put it, you know, to action, it has to translate. And it was no matter how many times I was hearing the same jokes through the editing process, I was still laughing. Mm-hmm. And so after the first one, I just kind of reached out and said, I hope you have like a treasure chest uh, trove of more of scripts and he said yes and then we got and then i was lucky enough for spoons to wind up in my hands cool okay so then you got you like spoons spoons is like stood out for you so winston what's what's the next step you guys said you made films before you directed so you did you kind of use your same kind of team of uh dp and your sound guy so 
It was very, it's very interesting. I mean, now we've done a few things together. So we're, we definitely have a more established team at the time we were looking for a new DP. We were looking for a new sound person. We were kind of trying to, to fit some pieces together, but normally the process would be is Ed will send it to me. I'll read it. I'll reach out to my producer and then we'll kind of put a rough budget together. Like how much do we think we can get this done for? And then we kind of try and cut that back a little bit and see if we could do it a bit cheaper. And then it's reaching out to the players. Spoons was one of the weird things where it was our first time working with Garrett, our actor. It was the first time or second time working with him, but the first time with a lot of our crew people and everybody just kind of gelled. Um, so it's, you know, we have a, we have a very tight knit group now that we were able to actually develop on spoons. Cool. Yeah, no, it's a nice, it's a perfect film for like, it's like, it's only two and a half minutes. It's yeah. got like a great concept. It's like nicely performed. So what's that? Where did you do? You worked with that actor before? Yeah. So I actually met Garrett on set at another project, uh, and, he was not acting and he kind of just pulled me aside again and was sort of like, Hey, I know you direct. If you ever need an actor or anything, just let me know. Yeah. And Garrett is sort of a crazy example where he, he is, especially since we met and then through spoons, he's, he's gained so much confidence in his ability to do things. And he's so loose and he's very cool with kind of doing anything that we ask of him. You know, we have a new film coming out where he's our lead as well. And it, we kind of like push him to the edge a little bit. Um, he's just absolutely brilliant to work with. He's, you know, he kind of gets it and he's a comedian normally. So it, it comes very easy to him. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause he, cause he, he's like, he's reacting to the situation, I guess. Right. Which is not, not e it's not an easy performance because it's like, he's got nobody to bounce off. Right. He's bouncing off of the react. He's reacting to the situation. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, Garrett, it was brilliant working with him, especially trying to get him into the right headspace was like a huge part of it. You know, luckily for me, uh, I can get Garrett kind of into the ballpark and then his brain sort of does the rest. It's <laughs> like one that. of the nice things. I know it's very, I, I always say to him, he's like, you're my Leo is like, you know, like he just kind of gets it. We're on the same wavelength. So I'm very lucky in that sense. What and do you mean he, by you're, you're my Leo? What do you like, mean? you know, it's like Scorsese has DiCaprio. It's sort oh. of just that when you're a director and you have that actor that you really understand, you kind of connect with, then you kind of want to work with a whole bunch. You, you know, he he got it. And basically, he, in that analogy, you're Scorsese, I guess. Well, I mean, not that I'm saying that, <laughs> me, but like, yes, like it's a director with an actor relationship that works. <laughs> not, not that I'm at that level, but it, it's very nice to have that. And I think having somebody who understand again, again, understands the script too and, and knows the kind of route we want to take is a huge help gotcha so then so so ed when they're the, when they're filming you're you're in jersey right and they're in la yes so what yeah. do you how you what do you just you're just like sitting at home i just going? get updated basically i get updated on how it's going so every like few days or like day after filming i get a text from dan it's like, oh filming went so great it looks so good you're not gonna believe <laughs> this and then i have to wait like another couple months to actually see anything so i'm just I guess going off of vibes at pictures. that point. Get still. Yeah, he get sends still. me pictures. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. And that's it. It's, it is kind of cool. Because yeah. uh, I just hear about the whole process from Dan. So, Dan, so you, I'm assuming you guys shoot in a day. And, uh, but the art of what you're doing is that directing it, especially a film like this, is that coverage, 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 right? Like you're trying to grab as much coverage as you possibly can. So then... So in the editing room, you're okay, I guess, I'm assuming, right? I mean, 
Yes, that's the smartest way to go about doing it. I highly recommend that everybody do it that way. That is the way to do it. You have all these cool, you have all these kind of like insert shots in your film. Yes, like, I uh, mean, we were very fortunate in the sense of uh, I knew exactly kind of frame for frame what I wanted. So coming in, we had a very detailed shot list, me and my producer, uh, sorry, my DP Maui. Yeah. Um, and so we had a really good understanding. We did not do uh, my edit, my, uh, my girlfriend is my editor and she's incredible. And she will tell you, I did not get enough coverage of certain <laughs> things. Um, you know, she's brilliant at it. She's, she, you know, she edits, professionally at many different levels she definitely wanted some more coverage yeah i think the beauty of spoons was knowing frame by frame what we really wanted and yeah those in getting making sure we had time to get inserts making sure we had time for my dp to kind of mess around and, and have some fun yeah i know because it's like it's like a really nicely tightly edited uh film so so your girlfriend you said your girlfriend uh yeah my girlfriend emily newdale she's a, a brilliant editor she is Without a doubt, one of the voices of reason, I think that Ed and I have, uh, there is yeah. a very tight knit circle of people. I think that we let into the creative process that we have, and she's definitely one of them. Um, we have her on set whenever we can. She always gives great input and she's always one to say, I need this, or I need just, can we tilt it a little this way or that way? And so she's a huge help. Gotcha. And then, so Todd, go you referenced the sound design before. So all plastic spoons. So there's some, yeah. Obviously, it leads to the comedy, serves the story. So tell tell us about your sound designer. I mean, Gary, we love Gary. Gary is really our unicorn. Um, I was always I was always told that finding a great sound person is one of the hardest things to do. Finding a sound person that's consistent is extremely hard. Uh, up until meeting Gary, I had a lot of difficulty with finding good sound people. Um, they are incredible. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary Cunningham is genius level sound. Uh, their sound design is also incredible. We, as I said, all plastic spoons, we wanted to keep costs to a minimum. And luckily when you have really talented people in post that allows you to do it, um, you know, you can kind of cut corners where you might not necessarily be able to. Um, and, and Gary provides us with that. And Gary is a sound design genius. We did a film called Something's Out There and Gary took over and made another masterpiece. And they're going to do a masterpiece on our next film that we just finished shooting. Um, but yeah, the sound design on Spoons was key. And Gary spent a lot of time, as they said, in their own drawers with Spoons for like days, just kind of throwing Spoons around and having as much fun with Spoons, I guess, as he can have. Gotcha. So, so you're like you're born and raised in Los Angeles. So I'm from New Jersey, uh, born and raised in okay. Jersey. Um, okay. I'm I'm an East Coaster for life who has just migrated here for work purposes. I think it's uh it's a lot easier for me to get the crew and the level of people we want just because of where we are. Not you know I'm not in I wasn't in New York, and so to do it in LA has just been way easier. So do you work in the industry as well, or I do I do work in the industry. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm in visual effects. Yeah, I, I kind of like the way you're, you're talking. I, that's, that's sort of what I was leading at. How <laughs> you kind of understand the process, how it works, I guess, right? I, I mean, I try. I think when you're a director, you kind of have to, it's not like you have to understand how everything works. You don't need to be the best at it, but you have to understand how each department flows. And you have to be able to make sure that you're giving and getting what you need in all those areas. It definitely comes with experience. I'm definitely not the same director I was when I left college. I'm more aware of certain things. I'm more precise about certain things. And I have much more strong opinion. I have stronger opinions about certain things. That's just um, confidence. You just have more confidence. Yeah, it's kind of, but it's also, I've also been very lucky to have Ed 
Ed is like simpatico when it comes to like how we think about how we want to make stuff, how we want things yeah. to look. That's cool. I it, without Ed, I wouldn't be necessarily where I am at all. That's really cool that you guys had that relationship. So tell so tell us what did you guys think about the audience uh, feedback video that we sent you? We loved it. We <laughs> loved it. Uh, it it was. Uh, it's kind of funny and kind of uh, great to see everyone like reading into uh, our short like that and kind of like the fear of uh, Garrett throughout and like the spoons and everything like that. Uh, considering it was like a two and a half minute video, we didn't think anyone would kind of care enough to react uh, and give like a detailed explanation of what they thought. So it was kind of great. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, I always say to Ed, I, I don't, I, I find this funny. I don't think that anybody else finds us funny. And so when somebody's like, you're funny, it's a very weird experience. It's like, thank you so much. But it's also like a very out of body one as well. So like, are you sending it to the other festivals? Like, how's it doing? It's doing very well. Yeah, Uh, yeah. definitely been our biggest hit so far when it comes to the work that we've done. Mm -hmm. Um, We're very appreciative of that. Uh, Again, we think we're funny. We we don't think anyone else. (laughs) we're funny so yeah. whenever anybody kind of comes along and says we like what you do or we you know we think you're a fun time we, we really appreciate it because it you know it does give us the energy to keep spending and going out there and making these yeah no no like it's it's the perfect like i said like it's a it's, a, it's such an easy film to program <laughs> but it's a, it's a good bridge film too where like it's like it's just like it's like a nicely edited nicely put nicely professionally done film that that it's very funny, but it also there's a, there's a nice little social commentary to it too. Like if you want to read into it too much, what should we do? I guess which here. we love it and is. we're all about. It. Yes, continue to do that. <laughs> you know, it's it's great. It is, it is way better done than I think the script deserved at the time of me writing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think this spoons really was the perfect example of just like everything kind of lined up again we happen to find the crew that is now our go-to crew which is very rare to kind of find all of your pieces all in once it was a very rare situation of you know i saw the script emily saw the script uh we just there was instant this has to be done i remember emily did say to me you need to make this she was definitely she read it first and she was like this is for you you need to do this um and so i think it just kind of everything aligned and ended up being such a great experience so what are you guys doing now? You said you just you shot another film. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, Ed is a, Ed is another Ed is a brilliant writer, um, and he approached me with uh, a genius tale of the Relish Man. Um, our next film is called The Relish Man. It's uh, a very fun uh, film. It's much longer than we have now. Um, I think as a team, we're getting bigger and bigger as we go. We have future ideas and plans, and we have plans for much longer shorts. Um, and we just wrapped film. Uh, we just wrapped principal photography on that, which was stretched over a few days because it's a bit longer. And that it's a it's going to be a great experience. I can't wait to show uh, to show everybody that one. Well, yeah, I'd well, love to see it. So, do you are you guys? I, I'm, I'm assuming like feature films are are in, in your future. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ed and I are always ta- tossing the idea around. I think for us, it's a big part of how we have so much fun is the idea has to be organic. The idea has to be natural. And I think we're still messing around with a few ideas that we have a couple we really like, and we've kind of been pushing forward with. Um, 
yeah, features are, are the goal. <clears throat> Excuse me, features are the goal. And uh, I would love to make something as long as possible and continue to make <laughs> long, long things. So, so uh, do you have like, uh, are you writing any features right now or? Yes, we have one idea for a feature that I started to write. Uh, and I just keep rewriting the first 10 pages. So that's pretty much where I'm at in the writing process. Not very <laughs> far along at all. Okay. Uh, but I think it's uh, I think it's an example of something that's we have that's very well thought out, but is also mm -hmm. we're very precise with it. And again, yeah. I think when it flows, it really flows for us. We're able to like burn through pages, we're able to burn through a ton of stuff. But it's just, you know, it's that natural getting to the point where you're like, okay, let's kind of kick it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're, we're very mums the word on, on that one as much as possible. Because I think yeah. for us, it's a, it's a fun idea and it's something that's unique. You know, that's that's our big thing. We always want to be unique. And I think that's a great example. But in the meantime, you're kind of like getting your, you're, you're, you're kind of like doing your your time yeah and we're, we're having conversations yeah. with people we're trying to you yeah. know always expand our relationships it's a benefit to have you know my industry connections as well as the people that ed knows on the east coast and i think it's an example mm -hmm. of just you know putting two and two together and, and coming together over the right idea not necessarily the first idea yeah 100%. yeah yeah it's like yeah like i said this is a good film too if you want to like show someone real quick i said oh i direct i directed shorts and like someone goes like oh show me something this is this would be the film right that you're like hey this is what i because it shows your it shows your directing style as well right you're able to kind of like tell like uh like i said it's a it's a gadget film it's a gimmick film that that has a cohesive story which is it's a great idea that's executed that's basically the, the summary i guess right for sure i mean again i think it it gave Ed and I the confidence to go bigger. I think we both saw it and went, hmm, like that was really good. Like, what would it be like if we took another step forward? Um, for both of us, I think, again, like 90% of the battle is the script. And I cannot like overstate that. Like Spoons was made in the script. It was hysterical from moment one. Yeah. Um, it made my job very easy as a director. I think proved to me that ed was a consistent and a good writer and i think the end product showed ed that i had the potential on the other side of the country to put a cohesive crew together and a, a team that could actually produce something of quality and so we love spoons is near and dear to us and i think it always will be no matter how long or how far into the future uh, we go well i'm gonna jump on because uh, you mentioned Leo, leonardo dicaprio and he he was he's quoted as saying i think i'm Mark Merrill's podcast, like he said, he's run, he's read hundreds of great scripts, hundreds. There's lots of great scripts out there, but it's all about the execution. And that's why he kind of picks Scorsese a lot to, to direct his films because he knows it's going to be good. Right. So, so it's all, it's like, like Ed wrote a great script, of course, but it's like, it's all about the execution. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I know, yeah, I, well, I appreciate that. So thank you. I agree 100%. Uh, I want to say that's 90% execution. I, I wrote a good script, but that <laughs> film looked infinitely better yeah. than it had any right to. Yeah. Uh, especially for our second short film together. Yeah. Uh, they just looked incredible. I show everyone. All right. On that note, guys, congratulations. I love your origin story, how you guys met. And uh, I can't wait to see what you guys do next. I hope I get to see your next film. And uh, you guys are Absolutely. on your way. Either either television series or features as you say like just uh keep going 
and uh, you guys are going to land in a really great place. I believe it. Well, thank you so much. Really, thank you. I appreciate it. Let's talk soon. Absolutely. One, two, three, four, five, six.